Hello and welcome back to the fellow cast. My name is Voldu and this is our series called Healing 101, which as the name says, is a basic series on the fundamental beliefs that we can hold on to as Christians, that we can use in our ministry to the sick to be confident when we come in praying for, come to pray for the sick and minister to the sick. And so in the first six episodes, we covered those basic or at least some of those basic key elements that help us believe for healing um, for those that need need it most. And so last time we switched gears into kind of the the not I wouldn't want to call it the negative side, but looking at some of the the but why questions. Um, and there's always a big why. There's one big but why question that we need to answer, and that's normally you know I do believe in healing, but why? do we not see everyone healed then? That's the general uh, trend of the question. And so it's a very, very difficult question to give a straight answer for. And uh, I like to give straight answers. So it, it is a bit of a challenge. And, and as I explained in the previous episode, I introduced this next section of the series. We'll be looking at answering that question from two different angles. And, and those angles... Uh, by by giving those two angles, those two perspectives, I'm hoping to shed light on the possibilities uh, for for answering this question. The possibilities of why we sometimes do and why we do, sometimes don't see what we believe for. And so I want to start with the first angle today, which is which is uh, from the disappointment side. Remember, I said we'll look at the disappointments, which is basically when things don't turn out the way we want and possibly why this happened. And then the second angle, the second perspective will be the victories. When things do turn out, how we, we wanted to or how we believed for and possibly why that could have happened. And and then just to to, to say to you, then use the, the information that you get from this, which wouldn't be a conclusive a list of examples, but it would be some personal examples that I'll be sharing, some from Scripture, and then hopefully that gives you a, a, a broader understanding of why we don't always see what we believe we should be seeing. So in this episode, episode number seven, I'm going to be talking about the disappointment um, side of things, and and I'm I'm going to keep I'm going to try and keep this one um, kind of um, compact, and we'll 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 flesh out the victories part more because I do believe we need to focus on the victories more than the disappointments. We cannot ignore the disappointments because they are real when it comes to uh, ministering to the sick. And, and and I think we have to say this up front. Ministering to the sick comes standard with victories and disappointments. If you have ever prayed for a sick person, you would have experienced hopefully victories, but you would have definitely experienced some disappointments. And so, again, by looking at these examples, I'm trying to, to, to help us find some insight into why we don't see everyone we prayed for, pray for healed, even though that's what we believe for. So let's go to some scriptures um, to just prove that that Paul, the disciples, and even Jesus uh, faced a measure of disappointment in their ministry to the sick. Second uh, Timothy 4 verse 20 says, Erastus stayed in Corinth, and I, Paul, left Trophimus sick in Miletus. I don't know if I, if I pronounce those names right, but the gist of it is, here is Paul writing to his friend Timothy, his, his, his spiritual son Timothy, saying that he had stayed in, in, his friend, one friend stayed in Corinth, and he left another friend 
sick in Miletus, which means this is the same Paul that we read about in in Scripture who did extraordinary miracles. Uh, there were extraordinary miracles happening in his ministry, yet he had a friend he left sick at home when he left this town, which means he couldn't have he couldn't heal him, which must have been a disappointment, something that he, he had to wrestle with with God. Then in Mark chapter 9, verse 20, 28, it says, After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive it out? And this is referring to the demon-possessed boy who the disciples went out after Jesus sent them out in pairs, and they couldn't drive this demon out. Remembering that, um, referring to, to the same story, Jesus showed up a little bit later, and he cast out the demon, and he, he rebuked the disciples for, for their unbelief. Um, which basically answers the question why they couldn't get it right. They were still growing in, in their faith. And, and that, on that day, that was the element that was lacking. But again, we see the disciples experiencing some kind of disappointment there. And then in Matthew 13, verse 58, which I wouldn't call grasping at straws, but we, we, we shouldn't uh, ignore the scripture when it comes to disappointments, uh, especially for Jesus where it says, and he did not do many miracles there in his hometown, this is referring to, because of their unbelief. Again, um, Jesus, it's not that Jesus couldn't heal the sick. We know that's not true. But uh, th this maybe refers to another principle. It says um, they, he couldn't do many miracles because of their unbelief. And now, I've, I've explained this before, but if, if I don't believe that someone can offer me a certain service, then I won't go to them for it. And in the same way, these people of Nazareth didn't believe Jesus, who grew up before them in, in, in the town where they all have been for the, all of their lives. They didn't believe that he could heal their diseases. So they just didn't go for him, go to him for it. And so he couldn't do many miracles there, not because he didn't have the power or the ability. They didn't allow him to, to heal them. It's as simple as that. So to say Jesus then obviously must have been a little bit disappointed. I'm assuming, but, but I, I guess um, knowing the heart of Jesus, seeing the heart of Jesus revealed through Scripture for those who are sick, wanting them to be healed, it must have been a bit of a letdown for him to go, well, these people didn't even want it, and, and I've got this to give to them, and, and it must have been a disappointment. So again, it's okay to, to ask these why questions. Uh, I don't think we need to shame people when they when they are not as faithful in their approach um, that, than as we are when it comes to ministry to the sick. We're all on this journey and we're all growing our faith and our understanding. And so to have grace with asking the why question, why, but why didn't this happen? Why didn't that happen? It's okay to ask the why question, but I need to just um, accentuate the fact that we shouldn't get stuck on the whys. We should focus on the what we do already know. But again, we are giving it some time today to focus on the disappointments and why uh, certain things don't always turn out the way we want. So I can share a couple of personal testimonies from where this has happened to me, uh, where I, I wasn't able to see what I believed for. Um, the very first, uh, probably my biggest disappointment was close to the beginning of uh, my ministry to the sick, uh, where I just started trusting God for healing when I prayed for people, was seeing my mom pass away from, from cancer. She, she'd wrestled with cancer for six years. There had been many breakthroughs and, and miracles happening throughout that time where it looked like she had turned the corner and, and she'd been doing great. But in the end, um, uh, there, was a, uh, there was a massive disappointment to see that she 
didn't make it. She couldn't, um, yeah, she couldn't overcome the cancer. And and we tried everything we could. There was a lot of prayer that went into that. And we can always say there could have been more. But regardless, it was a big disappointment. And, and I had to, to make a decision there. Uh, what is it that I'm going to believe? Even, even when it didn't turn out in a very personal sense, the way I believed and we as a family believed. Um, and that can really knock your faith. That can really, the disappointment can take the wind out of your sails. And, and that's something that you have to choose how you will respond to that. But anyway, another one was not long after that, um, I was in, in Mexico, in, in Mexico City actually, and um, uh, ministering at a church there with a group of friends. And in the end, we, uh, the end of the service, we started praying for the sick. Uh, that was kind of the the natural thing to do at the end of all the services we we led, and um, this man came up to to me. Well, someone actually brought this this elderly man up, and as he came up, um, he came to the line where I was praying. Uh, so we were all lined up in the front, and we were all praying for people as uh, we became available. And so this blind man, I knew he was blind because his eyes were completely white over. Um, and it was a very exciting moment for me because I've always dreamed of seeing the blind healed, the deaf here. That was one of the things I would really want to see happen. Okay, and this man gets brought to me. I start praying over him and I think, okay, I'm going to take my hand off his, his eyes and, and the, the color of his eyes would have returned and he would see and it would just be this amazing moment. That didn't happen. Um, I continued to pray that maybe two or three times. And in the end, I thought, okay, if, if the, nothing happens here, then I'm just going to hug this guy. I'm going to love him and because the, the love of God never fails, right? And I hugged him, and I was, I was really believing, okay, when I, when I leave this embrace, this man will be healed. But he wasn't. And, and I was really disappointed. I was really disappointed, not just in myself or for myself, but for, for his part. I, I felt like I had let him down, like he, I should have given him the, the, the healing. And you can hear all the eyes in there, which points in many ways to uh, why the disappointment felt so heavy. Because uh, maybe a little side note here is that if, if we are willing to take the burdens for not seeing what we hoped for, uh, we are in danger of taking the glory when we do see what we hope and believed for. And so it's always to remain humble, to, to trust in Jesus as the one who brings the deliverance, the one who brings the healing, the one who, who minister, administers what is necessary. And we are merely his um, uh, tools, maybe sounds a bit cold, but, but we are the, the weapons of his warfare. We are the ones that he uses to, to bring um, the healing. And so in that moment, I didn't see it happen. And there are many other examples I can use, but for time's sake, I, I won't share uh, anymore, but but just to 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 let you know that in the ministry of healing there will be disappointments, and um, I learned from that uh, that that there needs to be a healthy response to disappointment as well as I already hinted to. You know, if if I am disappointment disappointed, I need to check how much of that burden am I carrying, how much of that am I taking onto myself because I'm not meant to. I'm meant to take it to Jesus and say, Jesus, you've paid for this person to see the blind, to see the the deaf, to hear the lepers to be cleansed. I don't know why I couldn't heal him today, but I trust that you would teach me, you would lead me so that I can walk in the greater thing, so that I can I can go to the next one and pray again and trust that there would be healing. So 
one of the things that on that day I had to learn was one of the one of my leaders um, of of the team. Um, I went afterwards and spoke with him and just kind of unpacked my feelings and emotions around this whole day because what had happened was uh, everyone on the, on the left and the right of my, of me, I could see them praying for people and they they almost. Um, patients getting healed you know the the people that they were praying for everyone got healed it seemed like uh, legs backs uh, ears whatever had been prayed for these people left like leaping jumping and shouting for joy um, and yet I saw this blind man not get anything um, well at least it didn't seem like that for me and so this leader of mine um, he, he gave me some really really good biblical advice and he just said listen you need to you need to see those victories as jesus victories that's not about a person praying it shouldn't be a competition between who gets the most people healed that's not what it's about because then it becomes about you and that's why you feel disappointed because it was about you and you need to learn to celebrate the victories that others see because they are all Jesus victories and celebrate it as your own. You know, when you watch a YouTube video of someone being healed, celebrate that as, as your own testimony because they are all the testimonies of Jesus Christ healing a sick person. And so be humble because we only know in part. We don't understand all these things. We need to be humble in disappointment and we need to choose to love those are two principles that, that Paul actually gives us as healthy responses to defeat. In 1 Corinthians uh, 8 verse 2 to 3, he says, The man who thinks he knows something does not yet know as he ought to, but the man who loves God is known by God. Just, just again pointing towards, you know, we don't know all things, so we need to humble ourselves in that defeat. We need to humble ourselves in that disappointment and go, okay, God, I don't understand everything there is to understand. I'm still going to choose to worship you, to trust in you. I'm going to celebrate where the victories are happening when it's not my hands or my words or my prayers. Um, and I'm going to remain humble in, in my understanding. And then the second part is, is, is as, as I said, love. Choosing love the higher way. Because 1 Corinthians 13 uh, from verse 8, and I'll jump uh, from uh, around a little bit, but it says, Love never fails. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Now we see, but a poor reflection as in a mirror. And then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, and then I shall know, I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Again, um, love never fails. That's the key. Love never fails. If you'd love someone well, even when you don't see what you believe for, uh, there would have been a victory. There would have been a breakthrough. Because I can say this from from my time at being part of the healing rooms here in Malkbos, um, we we do a feedback form. So we send a feedback form to all our guests. Sometimes we we don't get everyone's details, but those we whose details we get, we send a feedback form, and they have an opportunity to tell us um, some some inf give us some information so that we can grow, so that we can be better and serve people better in the future and one of the questions is were you loved did you feel loved at the healing rooms and we have yet to receive a response from those who have responded um, that is negative and so for me that is such an encouragement to go each person 
that comes through the doors, whether they get healed or not, they are loved. They receive the love of God, and their life is touched because of that. And so that's the important thing. We can always love someone a while. And yes, we, we believe for the miracle. We believe for the healing. But first of all, love, because if there's not love, then the miracle will just be of short, um, short duration in any way. It won't have the impact that it can have in the future. So just to wrap up this disappointment side of um, the why, the but why question, why don't we always see everyone healed? What, what are some of the disappointments? So, so there are more reasons why, why we, we, we end up disappointed or we don't see more sick people healed. And, and, and it can be simple things like either we don't believe, you know, there's, an, there's, an, there's a, a member of the body of Christ who, who don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit, who don't believe in the power of the Spirit for today. And so we call that cessationism. That may be a massive part. That may be where you are when, if you are listening to this, that you don't believe in the Holy Spirit working through believers today. And so you, you don't have an expectation for um, anything miraculous to happen. And so that can be a big reason. Um, or you believe, but you don't see results, um, or, or much results at least. And, and many times that leads people to be disappoint, disappointed and they withdraw from the ministry. They withdraw from trying again. Um, and, and they don't act on their belief. I mean, how many conversations have I been a part or maybe you've been a part where people say, yeah, I do believe exactly this. I do believe, but uh, I believe in healing. I believe God heals. And then if you get to, well, have you prayed for a sick person? Um, then there's a big silence. And then you realize believing something is one thing, but but acting on your belief is what confirms your faith. If you say you believe, you have to act on that belief because that shows you have faith in, 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 in the things of God. So some other reasons are, you know, why we don't see more people healed is because of a lack of knowledge. People don't know um, who lives inside of them. People don't know the authority they carry in Jesus Christ. People don't know what Jesus paid for. People don't know the things that we have taught uh, up until this episode 7 that you've now learned. That these things aren't common knowledge to everyone. Not saying that we've got a special knowledge that we teach. No, this is just what the Bible teaches. It's available to anyone. And I truly believe that every believer should see the sick healed when they lay their hands on them. Another thing can be pride or fear. You know, we, we become prideful in the sense that we don't want to embarrass ourselves when we pray for someone and nothing happens. So there's a pride thing that comes in the way. Oh my, or I'm afraid um, to step out, to take a risk and, and, and actually pray for someone. Maybe my theology uh, isn't, isn't uh, in line with with the theology of healing for today, which I won't go into because it's obviously clear where I stand on that. And, and as, a, as a church, the fellowship, we, we believe the same way. And so, and it can also be an emotional thing. You know, I've been, I've been hurt before. You know, I've been prayed for before and I didn't see anything happen in my own body. Or I've prayed and, and I've experienced a lot of disappointment. And, and so that uh, the easy thing for me to do is, you know, pull back and, and not... Um, take the risk of being hurt again, of being disappointed again. So all these factors contribute to why we don't see everyone healed. That's the, that, the, these are all possible, possible reasons why we don't see everyone healed. Remember I said these aren't hard and fast, uh, cut and dry rules. Uh, these are principles that I've seen over the years that, that are taught through Scripture. And so we use them to fuel us to, towards God and not to make us 
even more disappointed. So scripture teaches us that all Christians should pray for this for the sick and expect healing. Uh, Matthew 18 verse 19 and 20 says, Again, I tell you that if two of you uh, on earth agree about anything you ask for, it'll be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three um, come together in my name, there I am with them. So I want to leave that with you. I want to encourage you, even even on the back of a an episode that talks about the disappointments in healing and maybe having shared some of those disappointments that I've faced, I want to leave you with an encouragement to say that it is a decision that we make after a disappointment with how we will continue afterwards. Um, it is easy to back down once you have a tasted disappointment or defeat. It takes boldness. It takes courage. It takes tr- trust and faith in, in Jesus Christ. It takes the, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to keep going after you've been knocked down. And that doesn't just count for healing. That counts for every aspect and element of our faith. As believers, we need to be resilient. We need to get stuck into the word. We need to trust God that even when we don't see what we believe for, there will be victories because he promises us the victories. He says he is the victorious one. He's already overcome. And his example is that of 100% breakthrough every time he prayed for the sick they were healed every time he he laid a hand or ministered to them even when he didn't pray for them they came to him and they received healing touching the hem of his garment garment so so let us be encouraged by the fact that even though there will be disappointments we will not back down because the truth we will keep our eyes focused on what we do know not getting stuck on the but why questions why do i not yes these are real things we cannot ignore it but let's strive towards the goal, the prize of seeing everyone we prayed for heal, prayed for healed and, and trusting that our, our experiences will line up with that. Our experiences will increase and be elevated and we won't always taste defeat. May God bless you as you've listened listen to this. May it be, be something that encourages you and propels you into a ministry of healing. Bless you today in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm.